Hi, my name is Shirley Bilson, and I'm your host for the Revelation podcast. This podcast is about reinvention, courageous goal setting, and inclusive thinking for results. It's a mix of personal journey, reinvention stories, strategies, and exploring the critical role of what goes on between your ears, taking a conscious look at unconscious thinking. Always remember, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Hello, podcast listeners. It's Sunday and it's Sunday night. And I didn't forget today about the podcast. I've just been, as you probably have, busy with what goes on in the day. I had a bit of a lie-in Sunday and read the papers a bit. In fact, oh, do you know what? I I don't I, we don't have it. I must be once a month thing. We get you know the weekend edition of the Times, which has got loads of bits in it because we really like the crosswords. I know it's sad. I'm at that stage. In fact, no, let's be honest. I'm at that stage to admit that I like crosswords. I've always liked crosswords, but. While I was sitting in bed in my late, you know, lying in, because I slept really badly last night. Oh, might have been the wine, actually. Remember the wine? Mm. I didn't go overboard. Really, I didn't. Really, I didn't. No, I didn't. I had a couple of glasses. Anyway, one of these supplements was a glossy magazine called Lux. And it's for the super rich who think nothing of spending 25, 35 grand on a watch. Um, I like watches. I kind of like nice watches. I'd quite like possibly to have one of those lovely watches. But then flicking page after page of stuff that frankly is the same sort of stuff that you and I probably have, only it just costs. And I, when I say the same kind of thing, I know that you know we're not buying things with super big real diamonds, you know, 65 of them stuffed into a little space. I get that when I say the same things. I mean, you know, we have watches and they look kind of nice and we have clothes and they look kind of nice and we have houses and we go on holidays and, and fundamentally we all do the same stuff. And maybe it's because, you know, because I've never been super rich, I reserve the right to completely change my point of view, should that ever happen. But I don't know about you, I don't leave through this with any sense of envy or, ooh, wouldn't it be nice? I read it with a, a sense of shock and horror that why? Why do you need to spend this kind of money when and you know oh god you know this is me probably being too political but we live in a world where we we're, we're killing the environment we're destroying it with plastics and pollution and noise and uh, you know there's terrible things that happen people do awful things to one another there's homelessness there's poverty there's drought, death, disease. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot going on. And I'm not saying, I know there's loads of altruistic, wealthy people out there who are entitled to some nice stuff. They are. But I suspect there's also quite a lot. In fact, I can remember. I, I, why, what's this episode got to do with anything? Don't know. It's just what's in my head right now. Um, 
I can remember quite a long way back, there were was a couple we got to know, you know, in that stage when you're you're all having babies. And we got to know them because we actually bought the house from them. They were moving up market and we were just moving. And um, they had a neighbour, I can remember them telling me this, who I remember them saying, oh, you know, they they don't know what to do with their money. They're kind of complaining at a dinner party about the problems they faced with not knowing what to do with this money. And I can remember thinking, you're severely lacking a bit of imagination then, really, aren't you? Because it doesn't take a great deal of wit to go, honestly, if you seriously think you have too much money, why don't you do something good with it? And I know lots of very rich people do. And as I said, what has this got to do with midlife, menopause, nothing, nothing, except maybe Maybe I'm just being a little bit tetchy, but I've always been a bit tetchy about that. Uh, I'm just sharing it because that's what sprang to mind. And I'm thinking, oh, well, you know, I can hear my dinners being prepared. Aren't I lucky? Um, and and the, the aromas are beginning to waft up. And I've just, I'm probably being a bit tetchy because I've just sent the book. You know, last week, the book was supposed to be finished last week and I sent it off. And then having sent it, I thought, oh, and I wasn't being perfectionist I was just thinking no you really you sent that off prematurely you hadn't really checked it and tidied it up to the best of your ability and that was the point it wasn't being perfectionist it was just thinking no you could do better you're being a bit lazy here because you've left it too late and you've hit a deadline you go oh there you are it's done and I thought no 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 that's not fair to the editor and it's not fair to me I don't want to the publishers to think that I really don't know how to speak in a single voice, construct sentences, <laughs> you know, it's a bit rough around the edges. So this last week I've been polishing. And today, you know, I did do, you know, clearly my staying up, uh, staying up late, no, staying in bed late, looking at magazines, getting a bit stroppy about them. Well, that's not very good for my stress levels, is it? Um, been for a lovely long walk in the sunshine. Uh, what else have I done? Oh, burnt some apples that I put on the stove, thinking well, that would be nice, and then started on the book and forgot about them. God, that never goes away. I've got to tell you this. If you think forgetfulness will pass, it doesn't. But it's okay. Um, and yes, and the book. So it's at that stage where I just go, oh, that's it. I'm done. And I know there will be edits now, but I feel that I can confidently send it now and we can negotiate, go, oh, you know, perhaps this would be better here or that would be better there or you've missed a bit or, well, there's a misspelling. I'm okay with that. So I just sent it. So I think I'm probably just feeling that a bit tetchy, bit tetchy. So I'm sharing you my tetchiness. But you don't need that, do you? What I should go and do is go and meditate. That's what I should go and do. And so maybe I will. Maybe I will because, you know, sometimes there isn't really much to be said, which reminds me, and this is honestly the last deviation I want to share that none of which has had anything to do with anything. Um, 
when I, I don't even know how old I was, I was younger, probably late teens, early 20s. And I used to hate small talk. I can't, I still hate small talk. You know, that whole, I'm more tolerant of it now than I was. I used to be really intolerant. But that whole, how are you? I'm fine. Um, oh, isn't it lovely weather? You know, all of those little social glue phrases, I now can positively view them as. But I used to see them as utterly pointless. Like, what is the point? And my hormones, my hormones have always caused me problems. And in my teens, I'm, in fact, I might do an episode about this in the coming weeks, because if you've ever wondered, like, what's the link with me writing a book on mental health leadership in secondary schools and specialising in coaching around men, menopausal anxiety, the links are plentiful with hormones rife, running riot. It's like the opposite ends of the scale, but but sharing lots of commonalities. So I was a I was a touchy teenager, and and I thought, oh, do you know what? I'm I'm going to resolve that I will never engage in any small talk. I will only speak if I've got something worth saying. And that's what happened. And so the episodes that you have become so familiar with, like this one, where frankly, did I have I said anything of value? Have I enlightened you in any way? Have I entertained you in any way? Doubtful on any of those, I suspect. Um, I've not really said anything of substance. You know, I've not gone, mm, let me think about whether I can add some value to your day. Because who needs that kind of pressure? I found that most conversation is devoid of any real content. Most conversation between any people, it's not constructive. It's not, ooh, um, Let's solve the meaning of the universe. Uh, let's explore uh, God and life. And I don't know. I can't even come up with anything that you might be thinking of. But, you know, it's not. Conversation is generally not about solving life's problems in the world. Sometimes it is. But often it is just, it's a social thing we do. It's a bit like, apes grooming one another, I suppose, we we do this thing where we just talk and whatever comes out, blah, 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 that's it. And I now embrace it clearly, or I wouldn't be doing these podcasts in the way that I do. But there is this fine line, isn't there, between um, having the confidence to just say something or sitting in in silence that feels really, really uncomfortable because the longer you leave that silence, the worse it gets. You know, if you've ever experienced shyness or nerves about a social environment, you know what I'm talking about. And the lot, you know, you wait and you wait and then you can't say anything and you're rehearsing things in your head and, and then the moment's gone and and it, in your mouth, your throat starts closing up and your mouth gets really dry, can't speak. Um, and so just blurting out any old rubbish. Sometimes you get into a role and go, oh, that wasn't so bad. You know, people respond like, nope, 
If everybody was thinking, oh, let me just think of the most intelligent thing I could say here. Honestly, we really wouldn't talk much at all. Nothing would happen. Oh, doors opened. I think my dinner's ready. Um, so, so why am I sharing this? <sighs> Who knows? Forgotten. <laughs> totally forgotten. Oh, yes. So I did this experiment and that's what I discovered. That I didn't have anything to say. There was nothing to say. And I realised I could either spend the rest of my life saying nothing. Shh. Those of you that went, oh, if only. Just shush now. Um, or I just played the game. Played the game of sometimes you just helping someone through their day by just saying something because lord knows if lockdown has shown us anything just the opportunity have you noticed how like total strangers just leap on a conversation oh goodness i can talk to another person it's so exciting you know when you're out walking a dog or, or just walking and so it is important and just saying something that's not about anything actually can help us with our mental well-being so there, finally, I made a point that might be relevant. Okay, I apologise for flippancy. It's the weekend. This is what happens. Uh, I'm now going to go and have my dinner. I hope you are enjoying your day, your evening, your whatever you're doing. And tomorrow, who knows what will happen tomorrow, but I suspect it will be a little more business-like than the weekend. But that's what we've all come to expect. Okay, I'm going to sign off now and speak to you tomorrow. Usual thing, sensible stuff, mental, oh, I can't even remember, the menopause, the menopause anxiety freedom group. That's where the sensible stuff happens on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram and on YouTube. That's YouTube. Okay, bye.